0: Welcome to Small Business, Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Dan Knowlton and his brother Lloyd jointly run Knowlton Marketing. It's an agency that specializes in advertisement, and this has been getting great results for their clients. They get great results from their networking, too, and speak at events not just in this country, but around the world. Thanks very much for being my podcast guest today, Dan. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Now, you currently run a marketing agency with your brother, which we'll talk about in a minute. But what did you do before that? What's your background? And have you always been in the marketing space? Good question. Um, it depends how far you want to go
1: back, but uh, immediately before starting agency, I worked at a company called Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Oh yeah, um, you may have seen the ads. We'll pick you up is their kind of slogan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a. I did a graduate management scheme there. Um, just after getting out of university, I basically applied to loads of jobs. No one wanted to hire me except them. So <laughs> I decided to work there.
0: And how was that? <laughs>
1: um, the honest answer is, it was um, a great experience up to a point. Mm. I I learned a huge amount about uh, running a business, about customer service, sales, yeah. teamwork, mm. a whole range of things. And I got uh, I got promoted a couple of times, and but I, I think the, the honest uh, thing that happened is I got promoted too quickly. Was kind of uh, over my head, and was managing a team of like seven people and. 200 plus cars within eight months of joining the oh, company wow. and got incredibly stressed and yeah. sort of had a bit of a breakdown and quit and moved back in with
0: my parents. Right. <laughs> the, yeah. And so, were they were they pleased to have you back, Dan?
1: They were. I think they were just worried about me. So they just yeah. said come home. So yeah, they were really pleased to, to have me back. But uh, everything's fine now. That was like eight years ago. So
0: yeah. And so how did you come to set up your own business then? What was the catalyst for that? So after
1: moving back in my parents, after working at Enterprise, um, my dad actually sat me down and he sort of said, look, you've got two options. You either um, go and find another company to work for. Mm -hmm. And I was sort of in my mind like... I definitely don't want to do that. I've just come from a big corporate and eventually ended up hating my life there. Yeah. Uh, So I don't want to do that. And he or or he said, or you could start your own sort of business and start trying to get your own clients and and do it that way. And I just said, yep, I'm doing the second one. And (laughs) from started in uh, you know working for my parents' spare room uh, back in 2015 or 2016. And uh, yeah, that, that's how it began, really, because I didn't want to get a job. Yeah,
0: <laughs> fair enough. And so what was it that attracted you to doing, doing marketing? Well, I
1: did, I did a business management with marketing degree at the University of Brighton prior mm. to the job at Enterprise. Um, but to be honest, I didn't really learn a huge amount about marketing, which mm. sounds strange but um, I feel like I, I, I just learned how to pass an exam. Yeah. So I did lots of work in... Well, I, I guess first year at university, I didn't try very hard, almost failed and almost got kicked out. And then that was the kind of kick up the bum to really try <laughs> in year two and three, where I actually spent a lot of time learning how to uh, pass an exam and write essays. And um, and then I, I managed to get a first somehow. Wow. But it, even... Even so, I really don't feel like I learned a lot about marketing, um, but I did have an interest in it. Yeah. And so, so I guess that was the first thing. Thinking, I've done a degree in this. Why don't I, you know, start exploring this? And when I started our agency uh, from my parents' spare room, I, I basically Googled how do you get clients? How do you get customers? <laughs> how do you? What's working in twenty fifteen or whatever? Yeah. And just started reading tutorials and applying what I'd learned to my own sort of Twitter account, and, and that was where it all began, really.
0: Yeah. That's sad, really, isn't it, that you spend all that time and all that money getting a degree and that it doesn't actually prepare you for the world of work?
1: Yeah, I, I guess it's all, you know, re- on reflection. Um, I, I have sort of made it sound really bad. I, I, did, I did the classic cliché, like, I found myself and, and made lots <laughs> of friends and uh, had lots of experiences that shaped me as a human being. Mm. But I do think that if I was just to look at my progression in the marketing world, I think I would have been better off starting at an agency when I was 18 yeah. at an entry level and gaining experience that route. But you, you never know what would be different if I would have done that. Yeah. You know, all the experiences I gained may have meant that I wouldn't have started a business and yeah. I wouldn't be where I am today. And I'm very happy today. So it's, it's all on reflection, really. Yeah.
0: So I mentioned at the start that you work with your brother. How did that come about?
1: That came about. Uh, so after I started the agency, after hating my job, um, we he also hated his job, <laughs> basically. So, so he hated his job, and I remember us. We used to go on lots of walks together and things um, to hang out at the weekends. And he was sort of telling me about how much he hated his job, and I was just sort of said, "Why don't you do what I did? And and why don't we try and work together?" And he's got lots of differing skills to me and we sort of thought "Hmm, you're good at this I'm not good at that vice versa why don't we try and work together and so he quit his job and we started both working from our parents spare room and uh, that's how we started.
0: Yeah so so what's his background then what had he been doing up to that point? A variety
1: of things so (laughs) prior to immediately prior to uh, sort of us starting the business together he was um, managing a number of Uh, English language schools around the country Mm. very random Um, and uh, yeah he he, he kind of worked at an English language school in varying roles uh, throughout the years but that was kind of what he did before he he also actually did a degree and trained to become a primary school teacher but in his final year he basically decided he didn't want to become a primary school teacher so uh that was a bit of again a waste of time really but
0: (laughs) there's there's a pattern emerging here
1: (laughs) yes I feel like maybe us Knowltons aren't good at choosing uh career paths or education paths
0: (laughs) so what's it like working with your brother do you do you get on really well
1: we do we really do this is like the classic question that a lot of people ask (laughs) of like you know people relate to I've got a brother or sister I would never work with them and um we honestly get on so well. It's really, this is really sad, Liz, but we we spend, we, we work together five days a week mm-hmm. and we spend every working hour together. We play squash with each other th- uh, in the evenings throughout the week. We see each other at the gym. We Our families see each other at the weekends. So we literally spend all of our lives together <laughs> and we, we just both get on really well. It's, yeah, it's, it's That's nice. really good.
0: That's really good. Mm. So tell me how the business has, has grown. I mean, presumably you're not in your parents' spare room anymore. No, although that was that was good up to a point. I think it got to a
1: point where um my mum was kind of hoovering in the, in the backgrounds when we're trying to pretend <laughs> to be professional business people, you sort of saying, Boys, would you like a cup of tea? And we're like, No mum, really you know, um, and we also so we hired the first person we hired was our cousin. So that was alright in our in our parents' spare room because it's our cousin. Then we hired our um or Lloyd's friend's girlfriend, and that was okay. But then we sort of thought when well, we needed to hire our next person and it was someone we didn't know, we couldn't have strangers in our parents' yeah. house. It would just be a <laughs> bit odd. So we we got an uh, an office um, in like an industrial unit. We 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 sort of renovated a whole office space mm. and um, and moved in there. And now we're around how many are we now? So in 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 the office we're around. Uh, I think around 11 or 12, we're hiring for three roles at the minute as well. And there's about three or four remote uh, remote
0: yeah. sort of people working for us as well. Fantastic. So let's have a, a chat about your business now then. Who who are your clients? What kind of businesses come to you? It's a real mix. It's a real mix. So um, we, the ones
1: we like to really shout about are the, the kind of uh, brands that everyone would have heard of. So we've worked with... The... BBC we've worked with um, Sunny D the drinks brand oh, yeah. all the kind of clipper brand uh, Citibank we've worked with we work with um, yeah lots of kind of well-known brands in lots of industries we also have worked with a whole range of brands you would have never heard of that are slightly smaller than that mm-hmm. um, in lots of different industries as well so it really is a real mix from between B2 BC Lots of different industries as well.
0: Yeah, and what what do you do for your clients?
1: So um, we support them with their marketing. Is the is the very simplistic answer. But I, I guess in terms of what we specialize in, we really specialize in anything focused around social media, mm-hmm. video and content production, uh, working with influencers, running paid ads on those platforms. There's really a whole our, our team sort of grown now with lots of different skill sets so there's lots of things we can do but anything where you're a brand is trying to reach and engage large audiences of people in a creative way um that's what we kind of specialize in
0: yeah and how would you say that you're different from other marketing agencies
1: oh this is the golden question isn't it <laughs> um it really, it really is down to our approach. So in 2017, we discovered this unique approach to marketing that we call advertainment mm. or sort of entertaining advertising. Um, and we basically had tried lots of different approaches to marketing when we started the business. Some of them worked okay, some not so well. And then in 2017, we, we created this testimonials video to help us drive new business. Mm. And we made it You know, testimonials, videos tend to be quite dry and boring, but we made it um, fun and entertaining. We basically went out and shot interviews with our actual customers to get that kind of credibility of real customers saying, you know, Nolton are great to work with. But Lloyd and I also dressed up as different characters with (laughs) wigs and fake mustaches and pretended to be our own customers commenting on how brilliant it is to work with Dan and Lloyd and it was kind of had a comedic script and it was it was fun and we posted it online we cut the fake interviews in between the real interviews and created this like five minute testimonials video and at the end of the five minute testimonials video we had some text pop up on screen that said um, you've literally been watching an advert for our marketing agency for five minutes imagine what we could do for you yeah and we posted this online and it blew up and generated more business for us than anything we'd ever tried in the past and that was the real kind of light bulb moment for us where it was like, mm, we can actually create marketing content and campaigns that people enjoy consuming and they drive a commercial benefit. Yeah. And we sort of named it advertisement or Entertaining Advertising. And that's, that's really at the heart of what we do for a lot of the brands we work with, create really great campaigns that people enjoy consuming and either generate millions of pounds of trackable revenue or reach and engage millions of people in creative ways. That's what we're sort of focused on.
0: Yeah. And I liked something that I read on your, your LinkedIn profile, which said uh, you're on a mission to rid the world of crap marketing. So <laughs> what is crap marketing <laughs> and how can it be avoided?
1: <laughs> yes. Well, well found. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think the reason we we discovered this approach that we call advertisement, you know, producing campaigns that people enjoy consuming is because we were frustrated with uh our lives being disrupted with annoying marketing or mm. annoying sales, you know, people trying to sell us things that we didn't want in boring ways that took up our time. So, um, uh, so I think crap marketing <laughs> is anything that disrupts someone's life and leaves them with a negative feeling of your, your brand. Mm. Whereas good marketing is anything that, uh, leaves someone completely new that may have never seen anything that you've created in the past that leaves them with a positive feeling thinking that was cool like that was good and it it can either it can be entertaining and fun it could make them feel uh you know inspired it could make them feel informed anything that triggers some kind of emotion that that leaves a positive feeling with your brand is 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 good marketing marketing in my eyes
0: yeah make people feel something that's kind of the bottom line isn't it yeah exactly now, I know that you're also um, a podcast host. So, what's your podcast about and who is it for?
1: So, our podcast is called Business Anchors and it's not for the faint hearted. <laughs> um, it's very uh, uncorporate and informal. And uh, basically, Lloyd and I, we're, we're brothers and co founders. So, Lloyd and I sit down and we share lessons we're learning whilst growing our agency. We share lots of stories. And um it's very unfiltered so I, f- I feel like a lot of a lot of things in the marketing world are sort of uh you know, uh, people pulling the wool over your eyes and Mm. we kind of just say it how it is on the podcast and say our honest opinion on on these things. And um, it's really for marketers, business owners, founders who are looking to learn. We we speak about topics, anything from how we're integrating AI within our business to overtake our competitors to how we're dealing with stress to new marketing channels and tactics that we've tried and tested that have worked to things that we've completely mucked up. We, We just released an episode Around our biggest uh, mistakes from 2023, mm. one of which we, one month last year, we lost tens of thousands of pounds and we made a huge mistake and talked about that and the lessons we learned and, yeah, a whole variety of things.
0: Yeah. And how long's the podcast been going?
1: Good question. The podcast has been going, I think, since February 2020. So I think it's in its fourth year now.
0: Yeah. So, wow. Excellent. So the other thing that I know you do is called the Friday Club. Tell me about that and what that is.
1: Yes, the Friday Club. So the Friday Club is just a fancy way of saying a weekly email newsletter. But uh, we wanted to branding brand it something fun. So we called it the Friday Club. But it's um, where every week I uh share all the best content, resources, apps, tools, tips around marketing and business that we've discovered or created each week. I've basically got a folder um in my calendar where anytime I consume a piece of content, could be a podcast, could be a report, could be a video um or something else that I that, that I think, wow, that is really cool. I put it into this folder and they basically write a weekly email where um uh that that summarizes very briefly, all of those key pieces of content that have been really great and send that out each week. And that's the Friday Club.
0: Well, I've just subscribed, so I'll, I'll find out on Friday.
1: <laughs> good. Yeah, I hope you like it.
0: <laughs> so let's um, let's talk about networking now, which is what my podcast is is about. Now, you and I had a chat some weeks ago and what you said about networking was it was something that you got wrong at first. So <laughs> what was it that you, you did wrong? Um, good question. So uh, our our first ever Business Anchors
1: podcast was about um, networking. So I definitely recommend listening to episode one. Mm-hmm. There's lots of stories and things we share in there that answers your question in huge depth. <laughs> so that's the first thing. But to answer, answer you here on the podcast, what did we get wrong? I think we focused our time and energy in the wrong places. Mm. Um, I think we were... Thinking then a lot smaller than we should have been. Uh, and I think it's only because we were early on in our business journey. Um, but yeah, I don't think we went to the right events or the yeah. right places and met the right people. Uh, again, I, I'm sort of being quite negative here. Met some lovely people and had some, had, a, had some really great experiences. But on reflection, I feel like a big chunk of that time could have been better spent in more of the right places with with uh people that were more relevant to our business, mm. I guess. Does mm. that make
0: sense? So what would what would you say are are, are the right places for, for your business?
1: Good question. Um we've also just done a whole podcast about this. Uh <laughs> recently. Um one of our recent episodes talked about uh how to r- find the right events to go to and things like that. So definitely check that out. But um the right places, I think, uh are um so for us it, it, it kind of comes in two parts firstly our events where other people in our industry go who are ahead of us mm. or who we aspire to achieve similar things to them so there's a there's an event we spoke at last year and went to called um agency hackers uh, ibiza super summit mm. and there was it was for basically agency owners and there was lots of very successful agency owners, more successful, a lot more successful than us that we learned a huge amount from yeah. uh, to support our business. So some may see them as competitors, but really it was other people who have achieved what we want to achieve uh, and they were very open sharing advice and tips and things. Um, so that's one category of sort of networking mm-hmm. event. Um, I guess the other is events where our ideal target market are spending time. Yeah. So um things like other industry events other events around social media marketing where um yeah where people who are in our industry who, sorry who are are sort of senior marketers from brands that that's where we we want to spend our time.
0: Yeah. And you mentioned that you were you were speakers at at um at that 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 first event that you were talking mm. about. Do you find that that's a really helpful way to get connected to other people?
1: Yes. So definitely. I mean Uh, speaking at an event it almost fast tracks a lot of the trust building because unless you you know deliver something that puts people off which I think most people would prepare and not do that then you're subconsciously people already trust you if you're just standing on a stage and speaking to them which sounds kind of bad but uh, yeah, naturally, people just, just assume this person is speaking to us on a stage, so they must know what they're doing. Um, so that kind of fast tracks the whole trust building, relationship building part. Um, it also helps you engage with everyone at the event. So yeah. in most cases at networking, you don't have time to go and speak to everyone because you're having, you know, nice conversations with individuals and you don't want to go around and spend, you know, 10 seconds with everyone. But if you're speaking, then you automatically can communicate with everyone in the room. And most people want to come and speak to you after. So yeah. that's another point.
0: Yeah. So how much time do you devote to networking now, would you say? And, and, and are, do you still do it or do you get some of your team to go and do networking on your behalf?
1: Good point. So we don't actually get any of our team to do networking on our behalf. Um, And in terms of how much time we spend, it varies month to month, but, you know, there's months when things are uh, lots of time spent networking. So, for example, last year, I think it was September when we went to the Ibiza event, um, in a period of about four weeks, we went to the Ibiza event uh, I went to LA um, to an Adobe event because we're Adobe ambassadors mm-hmm. and met lots, of, did lots of networking there. I spoke in Jersey at an event, um, and there was something else, was, and Social Day, another event in London. So that was like a crazy month of you know a few lot like spending lots of time in prepping and meeting people and things. But then other months, like I'm trying to think even January this year, I probably haven't done a huge amount at all. So it really varies month to month, but try and dedicate at least a sort of day a month-ish. yeah. Ish. That's very rough, but it varies month to month.
0: Yeah. Okay, so finally then, Dan, if people want to know more about you and your agency, what is the best place for them to find you?
1: The place I'm probably most active is LinkedIn. If you just search my da- my name, Dan Knowlton, K-N-O-W-L-T-O-N, um, you'll see post content regularly there and uh, but we've also got our website knowltonmarketing.co.uk our podcast just search business anchors in your favourite podcasting platform or the Friday Club just search the Friday Club uh, on Google or on our website and you'll, you'll find that there as well
0: lovely thank you very much I've really enjoyed chatting to you Dan thanks Liz thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network if you found this podcast useful please do rate review and subscribe And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.